guess there couldn't be a better time to be discussing this. I have my paper and pen here ready, so I hope y'all are just prepared to unmute yourselves because I am not an expert on this. Um, people think I'm a prepper, but I'm not a prepper. I'm just like a um, like can all our tomatoes when they're in season person, so I look like a prepper to people who don't know what preppers are because they see like a lot of food in the pantry. But it's just like cyclical uh, yearly canning and fermentation. It's not really prepping. So actually I'm not at all a prepper expert. Uh, but I am ready to learn from the best. <laughs> uh, but we're going to share our notes with each other. Just any thoughts and ideas we have on prepping bug out bags as we call them. I kind of regret planning this Zoom call because Teresa claims <laughs> that I'm a prophet. <laughs> and I'm like, why did I plan this? <laughs> but I just do what I feel called to do, right? Um, and I felt like we needed this Zoom call uh, so we could get our kind of bags and whatnot ready just in case if anything ever happens. So I am sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> um, but I think it's just good to be prepared because you never know uh, when something just as moderate as the power is going to go out. If you're connected to a power grid, um, you don't know if a water supply will be um, compromised. <laughs> there are words out there. <laughs> I'm learning how to use them. Um, you you don't know when grocery stores are going to be out of toilet paper or flour or yeast or other things that you're used to having, used to seeing on the shelves there that could just randomly go out of supply. So depending on what time you're watching this replay, we are a couple of weeks into the Washington state Corona quarantine in the, the very tail end of March. And, um, there was, as I think there was in many states, <laughs> a big run on grocery stores for pretty much everything. And anybody who either didn't join in the run or didn't already have kind of missed out. <laughs> um, so fortunately, if you are a year-round food planner, you kind of are prepared. Yeah, we're going to run out of maybe some favorite luxury items like sour cream or something like that. Um, but we'll still have, you know, we still have food, you know, we're not running out of food. So, um, what I was thinking was it is long overdue for us to have prepared our emergency bags. So this is just gear that you'd have on hand in case if anything went awry. Um, or even as just basic as being stuck in your car in a snowstorm, like it could happen. Um, we don't really have snow out here that much. So when it does snow, people are kind of stranded. And if you don't have, you know, blankets and snacks in your car, that could be a big problem. So just even really basic stuff like that doesn't have to be a big, insane thing. Um, or there could be a very mild virus outbreak. <laughs> as there is. It's, I say mild because the death rate is far lower than like pretty much any virus we know of. I'm not um, saying we shouldn't be quarantining 
um, because of it. I'm just saying it's not like even as it's not devastating as like, uh, I don't know, colorectal cancer, which, you know, is no fun or, um, cholera or dysentery. Dysentery is far more deadly, um, typhus and things like that. Um, malaria, you know, this isn't even on that kind of a scale. It's not even on the scale as influenza A or B or norovirus in terms of death rate. It just spreads very quickly and has a long incubation. So, um, something as mild as that has happened and it is just thrown everybody's, uh, access off just a little bit. So I will honestly say it hasn't affected us that much because I work from home. We do school already at home and my husband's job is not affected by it at all. And uh, we didn't even really do any extra grocery shopping. We just, we buy veggies from local farms. So we buy our fresh produce and everything else we already had. So didn't really affect us that much personally at this point, but you know, if um, something happened to like water mains or something like that, then I would not be prepared. <laughs> so we're going to talk prepping and what are the things that we need to have on hand? So I'm going to start with making a list and I'm hoping y'all will throw out uh, your ideas. So, um, I, first off, I'm going to say water and water filtration systems. So, uh, water is good to have on hand, <laughs> obviously. Um, we don't have plastic bottled water. Um, we have canned water before, as weird as that sounds, or just filter water, um, and basically process it in canning jars so that it's sealed. Uh, <laughs> like you'd still need to add minerals and stuff like that. It's, but, um, at any rate, um, of course glass could break. <laughs> so there's that, but, uh, water and a water filtration system. And I say water filtration system because uh, a supply is finite, but a filtration system is kind of like a renewable resource in a way. So there's different filters out there. There's the life straw, there's the Berkey filters and they have portable ones or bigger ones. We use a Berkey filter here because I do not consider tap water here potable. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, you can basically run sewage through a Berkey and the filters last for about eight years and you can like wash them and reuse them. So it's a good resource. They are expensive, but once you have it, you have it. So I'll say water and a water filter, a water filtration. I'm proposing the Berkey brand. They are out of stock of a lot of stuff right now, FYI, because a lot of people realized real quick that their cities, um, like Illinois, I think is when, where the governor or the mayor of a city, I can't remember which, uh, basically said that he has the right to disconnect water and power if he needs to due to an emergency. So you suddenly start to realize with, like I say, something as um, relatively mild as a coronavirus, you realize how fragile our services are when they're in the hands of somebody who can literally write them away from you with 
um, just a stroke of a pen and you can be disconnected to what seems like a constant source um, very quickly. <laughs> well, not only in just like a situation like we are in now, but like a few years ago, I knew a family and I forget where they lived, but they had found out that like they were on a well that they had dug on their own property, but the town around them had people going to the hospital like crazy and the city knew that their water was contaminated and did not tell the, did not tell them until like two months in because they thought they could treat it and deal with it without anything. But tons of citizens ended up in the hospital being oh sick my. from them. So just filtering your water on a regular anyways is a good yeah. way to generally yeah. be prepared. <laughs> yeah. And well, think about, um, Think about Chesapeake, Virginia. Um, I want to say it was 15 years ago. It may have been a little bit longer, but they had stuff in their water that was literally causing um, miscarriages. Ah, they yeah. had, I mean, like in one month, there were over 23 miscarriages in one yes. neighborhood. Well, we saw that in the, also in the Richmond hearings where they're addressing the different chemicals in the water that are, once were approved by the government to treat water and now are known to cause cancer. And they decided that they, they had that hearing to de decide to take them out. And they unanimously decided to take those chemicals out, which is boggled my mind because they said, this is something that was once approved by the government and is now been shown to cause cancer in a few and it boggled my mind because that was the bill they addressed after not allowing uh after basically pushing through vaccine um mandates without <laughs> without um review um yeah. because those are chemicals that were once approved by the government and are now known to cause a lot of health issues in some people and i mm -hmm. just blew my mind that they could see that with the one and not with the other um, does anybody hear by the water department? Yeah. Yep. Has anybody here ever used a life straw? I have not. I don't own one, but I do want to, I'm looking to see. I'm on their website right now. They sell them at like every store in the camping section now, which is awesome because they're like all over the place. Okay. I also know I, a while back they had said like, Every time you purchase a live straw, you also donate a live straw to like like people in third world countries that don't have access. Yeah, to it looks like they, they have donate them to anybody. Okay, so it um protects against bacteria, parasites, microplastics, chlorine, organic chemical matters such as pesticides, herbicides, and improves water taste. I would argue that maybe if you wanted to, you could filter your water through a live straw, then you know, if it's in your glass receptacle, maybe add a drop or two of lemon oil or diegize or something to it. If it was questionable, that might be what I do. I'm lab tested, durable. Um, the filter provides five years. So, you know, get a couple. Um, uh, yes, Sabrina, this purchase gives back one purchase, one child, one year in water. Um, so it says five years of safe water. I'm assuming that's for one person. So like if you were filling this up and pouring it, like squirting it out for your entire family after a certain amount of time, you would need, um, you know, more. Yeah. Mm, no, can you guys please just go play without TV right now? Uh, well, why don't you go play outside and put all that stuff in the wheelbarrow for daddy?
I know, but he will oh. be home soon. Then <laughs> uh, the life straws, they don't take up much room at all. So that's, that's something true. that you could leave a few in your car. Um, I mean, just yeah. having a few here and there, they, it's not like, like the portable Berkey yeah. is larger. <laughs> right. Well, they do have, um, I'm looking at the sport Berkey water bottle. I think it's just a bot not, it comes with one filter, um, recommended for one person. It's $35 on sale from $38 featuring Berkey's exclusive ionic adsorption adsorption not absorption microfiltration technology so there's another option you could have a couple different ones it has a replaceable filter um each filter filters 100 gallons from a municipal water source or 25 gallons from other water sources basically meaning um if you're filtering you know some more contaminated stuff it would be taxing the filter faster so um, um to there's play also off of that right there that you're saying we were talking about like not trusting like your water supply or like the people who run your water supply but if right. that is something that like you don't believe in um well you just said like filtering contaminated water we well, like we just talked about the earthquake happening today right. you never know how did that affect your water yeah. what water supply and it may not have anything to do with yeah. like it's true. And you don't always hear, that's a really great point, Sabrina. And you don't always hear the information right away. Like if a water main has been compromised, you don't always hear it right away. Um, we've had E. coli and different contaminations here in Marysville happen. Um, and yes, they spread the word as quickly as they can, but obviously, you know, from the contamination happening to you turning on your tap, there is a delay um, between you finding out, you know, about the contamination. So filtering just in general, like we filter all the water that we use for anything we consume. Um, the, the downside is we don't filter water that we use for showers and stuff like that. Um, they also have their, do, 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 where'd it go? Okay. So, so the bottle I just told you is in stock right now. Pretty much everything else is out of stock right now. Um, Berkey does have a shower filter is what I was going to say. Um, so different options for Berkey, but just keep checking their website and see when they come back into stock. Um, but between now and then, Life Straw and Life Straw is only forty bucks, and I say only forty bucks, even though I know that's a lot. Um, but realistically, it's not a lot in terms of when you think about like if you're buying cases of water. There's no way you can buy and store and, dear God, transport that much water if you had to. Um, in like around because I've seen the live straw for twenty dollars at some stores. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe check around. Um. Oh, Berkey says low stock notice. Sign up for back of stock notices. What? Jacob, can you please go play? Stop! Stop convincing them that they need the TV to play. Okay. Go play. Go play. You can color. You can draw. You can do your games. Okay, so that's water. Um, as for how much water you need to store, maybe check. <laughs> Let me see right now. How much water to store for a family? Um, I know there's recommendations on how much per person. So they say...
do, 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 do. Yeah, they, they're saying here, they're like, there could be an earthquake or a tornado, but then there's other things. It doesn't have to be a natural disaster. It could be E. coli or diesel spills, which means you could be without water until 48 hours. Um, so how much they store, they say the rule of thumb is one gallon of water per person per day. More if you're pregnant or sick, maybe. Um, so that you're drinking at least half of that, maybe having to use the other half for hygiene. Um, as we learn reading about people in the Auschwitz camps, they did not waste water for hygiene. They said that at first they would wash their face and then after that they very quickly were like, nope, I'm drinking all this water. I'm not wasting any of it. Um, so a gallon per person per day. And um, if you have animals, you have to add a gallon for each animal as well. Um, a safe minimum, they say to have water for at least two weeks. So if you guys can imagine if this was bottled water or even like those gallons, that's a lot of water. Um, but still it's good to have a supply of water on hand. And then, um, uh, there are, um, I did get all those beans I got, you guys remember, <laughs> um, I got them from this lady who was like basically a prepper with eight kids and she had like this amazing basement and stuff like that and she had there's these big blue tubs you can get like a looks like an oil yeah can thing you know but it's a plastic tub and they put the water in there and then you put in this special like tablet or whatever and seal it uh so it's basically the water stays sealed and clean like in a giant container um so there's box water canned water um, you know, you can fill jugs, whatnot. Okay. Um, that's the water storage. Okay. So then food. I would say that storing junk food is probably a terrible idea because Helen's like, what? <laughs> um, like we know if you have sugar, even sugar from fruit, even good sugars, like sugar from fruit and honey and stuff like that, basically tanks your white blood cells. Um, the longest studies they have goes up to five hours. Um, but up until that point, your white blood cell activity is still extremely suppressed. So if you were in a situation where you need your immunity to be functioning at a really good uh level eating pop tarts is not going to cut it so what i would be looking for is nutrient dense foods um you can there are some places where you can buy food kits and stuff like that um there's even a mlm that's all like dried prepared like storage type food um i know in the Mormon faith, it's, I don't, I don't know what part of like rules isn't the right word, but like Daddy, they, I like wow, there's more doing this, wow, it's a, I think they but they really um, encourage ever their, their members to have at least 12 months of food. Yes, please go. Um, so 12 months of food on hand, um, which is just a great idea in general. 
if you do year-round food storage, you probably do, but like most of us, as we get towards the end of fall, our stores are dwindling. Freezers are probably at the emptiest, um, or as you get towards the end of winter is what I mean to say. I'm not sure what I said. Um, so there's actually, uh, you can find recommendations online for foods to have on hand. Um, make sure it's foods that you know how to use. <laughs> If you're like, I stored a ton of wheat and I don't but know. Also food that you actually, you and your family are actually going to eat. Like I know a lot yeah. of people who purchase things or they plant their garden and they're like, oh, well, so-and-so plants these particular things. Yeah. So too. And then they're like, I don't know what to do But everybody's growing even them. Eat them. Um, But this is where I feel like I really um, want to stress to people that your dehydrator can be your absolute best friend when it yes. comes to storing food for prepping in any way because anything in your freezer could go bad anything in your fridge could go bad canned yeah. foods I mean canning is amazing too but your dehydrator I think for somebody I agree canning is daunting if they've never done it before dehydrating is so easy and it's the um, most it's the most efficient it is the most efficient um in terms of storage space and energy and everything like that and when we didn't have freezer space and stuff like that, we had to, I dehydrated a lot just because it was the smallest way. Like you could dehydrate, uh, we would lightly cook potatoes and then dehydrate them. So we had bags and bags of potatoes, which if they were canned or frozen would have taken up tons of space. Is dehydrating always my favorite? No, but it's the most stable. Um, it's it, hard. it is really so, stable. Like when we lived in housing, our power went out all the time and we they would be like, well, we're estimating it back maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. We don't really know. So everybody was like, oh, my stuff is going to go bad. And so I started to really look into how do I do this without needing the freezer? I will like my freezer and I'll use my freezer, but how do I make sure I have some things where I don't have to worry about that? That's yeah. not my, all my eggs aren't in one basket. Yeah, I agree. Ah! it's um i also recommend to oh, everyone um dehydrating what sabrina was saying if you are one of those people who says i want to be able to store food but i don't have um a lot of room uh i don't have freezer space i or if like you're on solar power and you can't run 16 freezers there's the option um really do they just like <laughs> you have a sneaky snake um but dehydrating is just a great option for that because um it's not as much room or energy so you can um familysurvivalplanning.com has a food storage calculator Oh, what that is? Where did you guys get all this stuff? Where did we have been getting rid of? Like, where are they? Where did you get this? It's a bag. What bag? The one with the money. What bag with the money? I mean, the bag with the mother. I like we are getting rid of stuff and gutting corners, and I have never seen this bag of stuff. Okay, take it back out and close the door. Take it back out and close the door. What am I doing? Do this. I don't know how to. I don't even know what that is. It's fine. 
No, don't open slime. Close the door, please. Oh my gosh. Um, so familysurvivalplanning.com. I'm writing this down so I make sure to put it in the notes. There's probably tons of places you can go, but um, they have a food storage calculator. You can actually buy food stores from them. I have no idea like if it's organic or anything like that. So that I have not purchased from them. So that would be all about up to you. Um, so they have you calculate your family mem members that are seven and up, and then they have you calculate number of family members zero to six, and then they kind of generate how many pounds of food you would need for a year. Um, wheat, flour, cornmeal, oats, rice, pasta, under the grains, then honey, sugar, brown sugar, molasses, corn syrup, good grief, jams, <laughs> fruit drink, flavored gelatin. That sounds like jello to me. <laughs> Um, my family needs a zero <laughs> flavored gelatin, um, fats, oils, mayonnaise, salad dressing, peanut butter, powdered milk, evaporated milk. Um, I prefer to use organic, um, just do what you can. Um, what I try to do is, uh, I saw one girl said on Instagram, count chemicals, not calories. I thought was awesome. Um, so I just try to look for the cleanest possible versions of food that I can get my hands on. Um, if you're doing like Sabrina grows greens and then dehydrates them and powders them, you can have jars and jars and jars of that. Okay. I always figure to myself, I'm like, oh, at the end of the day, I could just eat it with a spoon. Like, yeah, there's better ways to eat, you know, more delicious ways to eat. I'm not just going to sit down and eat a spoon of powdered kale right now, but you know, if I'm hungry, I would. <laughs> so, um, but so it also makes, if you mix it in with anything else you're eating, it makes it more like nutrition for your body to like run off of. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to go on the not, um, not like storing the processed foods and stuff. Um, so my oldest is type one diabetic and to count his carbs, it's so much easier for me to just like make a separate bowl than like calculating out from the bigger container. So when we first found out and we had oatmeal every morning, I would give him one of those little packets because I knew the exact amount of carbs that were in that packet. But yeah. then I was like, well, I started to look at like what the ingredients were and I thought I could probably just do this cheaper in if I just like sectioned them out and made my own little jars of them. And I noticed that he would need like two, three, sometimes he'd have four of those packets in the morning. And so I made what was comparable to the same amount in, and it, and it took, like, he, he was so full, like, partway through. He needed almost, almost less than half of the amount that he needed before to, to be feel full. And so it makes you wonder that processed yeah. foods with all the extra sugars and stuff, what are they doing yeah. that makes you want to eat so much more or doesn't fill you up enough? Whereas the real whole foods are going to fill your body and you won't need as much of it. So that Absolutely. could be a cost effective version of that as well. It's a cost effective and space effective method, actually. I'm glad you mentioned that, Sabrina, because um, I do tell people that all the time when you switch over to eating nutrient dense, healthful foods, it is harder to eat. It's really hard to, to like, give me a box of Cheez-Its and I will eat the entire thing. Okay. And I will be hungry. Right. Um, but I just, I made us, um, lunch, me and the kids, we had rice, which I know isn't ever like 
not the peak of health, but we had rice. And then on top of the rice, I had these meatballs that we made with like lots of chopped veggies and nuts in them. And then, um, so our Colleen, I was making a bunch to freeze. Um, and then, uh, so veggies chopped nuts. And then I had mixed in like marrow and, um, fat from the marrow bones and stuff like that. So then we cooked those and then I made gravy with more of the marrow and the fat from the soup bones. Um, and so we had rice and then the meatballs and then this really rich gravy on top. You can only eat a tiny bowl of that and you are full. Like I am still full. That was lunch, you know, um, that's a very nutrient dense thing. Uh, yes, that's something that would probably go in the freezer. You can actually dehydrate things like gravies and beef broths and stuff like that. I've done that like cooked it down really, really low. And then oh, mom said, yeah, they have done that. that's what they did. Um, it's like portable soup and it's basically you're making yeah. your bone broth and then you keep going down and it becomes just like weird, like fruit leather almost seems like, and then you break yes. off a little bit and mix yeah. it with water and you make your soup that way. Um, I yep. forget. You can actually, and you can add those to the, uh, mom gave me a book. I'm sorry. I can't show you all my books are packed. Mom gave me a book that was basically tons of recipes for making dehydrated soups and jars. And, um, you could add it to those and then you don't have to, you know, have bone broth necessarily. You just fill your water live straw. There is a channel on YouTube called the Townsends and they do like historical reenactment and they have a whole video on portable soups it's literally called portable soup and he shows you how to make it and he basically makes a bone broth and then goes down to that I, so like to me the only the most visual representation i can tell people to go see <laughs> i want to look them up the townsends um here's the thing well I'll cover that at the end when I tell you guys the most important thing for any bug out bag, the most important thing. Um, so on the food storage, again, of course, remember if you're, if you're dehydrating soups and things like that, then remember you gotta have a way to cook it <laughs> if that's your plan. Um, propane burner, we use like a propane burner for canning. So it's probably what I would end up using. Um, you know, if I had no power or whatever, you cook on a wood stove, get it. Like that's where your cast iron cooker comes in handy. Um, the propane is awesome, but there's these things called rocket stoves. That oh, yeah. Very Love small them. amount of wood, very efficient. And they have ones that you can buy that are like little, all the sides are separate plates. You can separate them and they fold down really flat. Um, you can also make them out of like cinder blocks and stuff, but they're really, you just Pinterest like, DIY rocket stove and or YouTube it or something you can make them whenever you need to or you, you get one of those little flat ones I think they're a little pricey though honestly <laughs> but um they fold down flat if you were wanting to you know maybe be walking out in the woods or something if you yeah. thought you were going to be able to be safe at home or something you would have <laughs> space efficiency but they are a great way if you didn't have the propane um I'm going to save that and add that into the show links. Um, the, the thing that I always think about is we do have the comforts of home, the comforts of society, civilization, whatever you want to call it. Um, but all of this is relatively new, you know, running water, even I would say, 
probably all of our grandmothers on here grew up with outdoor toilets. Um, you know, like we're the, like the first second generation people to have indoor toilets. You know what I mean? Um, like it's a lot of this stuff is new and we're accustomed to it, but it is not actually necessary for survival. Um, you just end up sliding more towards subsistence living, which is where a lot of your time is spent just getting your basic necessities together, like gathering wood for fire, building a fire, keeping a fire going, <laughs> banking a fire at night, um, being able to gather food, <laughs> gathering the berries. Did anybody watch year one? <laughs> it's a terrible movie. It's like, well, no, no berries for the salad. Everybody loses. <laughs> um, but uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs says that at the very base of that pyramid, we have these very um, just basic needs like being warm and having food and, you know, just literally keeping our bodies alive, which um, again, we've seen by people under duress, human bodies can withstand an incredible amount of duress. Very resilient. Doesn't mean we want to have to be. But um, then the farther you go up the pyramid, there becomes more room, more time, more space for things like composing music, writing literature that has nothing to do with survival. It's just for the pure enjoyment of the cognition, right? So yes, we can survive with a lot less. Um, and I always, like, we watched an episode of and the kids sometimes watch, like, every weekend or so, Gary will watch an episode with them of this, like, archaeology type show or archaeological mysteries or something. I don't know, know what it's called, but um, where the guy goes and kind of investigates a different archaeological mystery. And so the most recent one was in Mongolia. Did you guys know? I did not know. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but did you guys know that the, uh, the Forbidden Zone in Mongolia is where they... Um, Genghis Khan, as they can pronounce his name there, or Genghis Khan, as they say his name. Um, there is a tribe there that basically will kill you if you try to go into the mountain um, because he gave the commandment to that tribe to keep people off that mountain and they still are keeping that commandment, <laughs> like to this day. Like, he's long gone. <laughs> They're still killing people. Like, okay, wow. Is that show called Expedition Unknown? I have no idea. I, I think that's what it is. I've watched that and it's really, it's really interesting. I don't actually sit down and watch it because they're usually like, oh good, the kids are being like babysat and they go clean the kitchen or something. Or they'll watch it during a Zoom call if Gary's home, if Monday's his weekend. Um, anyways, all that to say on that show, they went out into the you know, wilderness of Mongolia with these people and these people set up their, they're showing how these tribesmen there set up their tent in like the guy, they were like, we were still trying to unpack our tent and they had already set up like a five-star hotel tent with a camp stove inside. Like this is, they're just used to subsistence living and they have their efficiencies down. Um, do I want to live in a tent with a camp stove? No, <laughs> I don't. But would I survive? Yes, I would. So there's your rocket stove. Okay, so food, let's talk about oils um, and kind of like health and wellness type supplies because this is again a long. 
those are fake, but they look real. Um, that's a long this, road we could go down, but I want to... This is where it would no longer be a bag that I could take and leave with anymore. This <laughs> is where it's like... Yeah. I have to pack my house. How the heck am I supposed to carry this? Well, we start at the top of the list with the most critical, like, of course I want to have my peace and calming, right? Duh. Um, I gotta have my peace and calming. But, you know, if you were holding, like, if I had one bottle to take, it's probably going to be thieves or frankincense. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, it can't be one bottle. It's gotta be like, yeah. bottles of frankincense. <laughs> so I have, um, all the oils that are unopened, I have stored in bags with handles that I can just grab. Like if I needed to, that's the bags I would grab because, um, all the oils we use on a daily basis are kind of like spread out throughout the house, open on shelves and stuff like that. But at least I could just grab these and have, you know, a lot of basic supplies. Um, the thing that I don't have in there so much of is like a lot of the really basic oils because I keep using them. So what I need to do is be like, okay, you don't touch these ones. They're untouchable. You know, they stay in the back. Um, but I do remember working on a list and thinking, okay, what would I bring? Cause, um, it's actually when my friend Agnes was going back to Africa and she can't get young living shipments there. Um, young living would love to ship there, but I don't know if you guys are familiar with customs there in Africa. Um, if you have any friends who live there, they probably tell you don't ship us boxes here because what happens is that customs, they inspect it and they will take out whatever they want. So the more valuable stuff you ship over will probably never actually make it to the end user. Um, so um, Thieves Household Cleaner was at the top of my list. I always figured I would bring over a giant jug of Thieves Household Cleaner. I would also say the Thieves Veggie Soak, um, because that has dye dries, purification, and Thieves in it. Like, really, if I had to pick one of the two, that's the one I would take was be the Veggie Soak. Um, but having a lot of that, because you can use it to bathe in, you can use it to wash, you can use it, you can drink it. That's not compliant. I should probably shouldn't say that, but like, you are not going to die if you drink it. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> you can wash your clothes with it. You can yeah, wash you can everything. Wash with it. And you could get by with just that small amount of product. Yeah. Yeah. And it would last you for quite a long time because it can um, go into a large number of gallons. I think 13 gallons is what the, the 19.75 bottle makes. Um, at this time, it costs $20. Um, it would, uh, it makes about 13 gallons. I did the math on it. Um, so the thieves veggie soak, definitely. Um, one of the good things about the young living products, especially the thieves line is that it's super, super multi-purpose because, um, it's all very clean. So you don't really have to worry about, um, don't really have to worry about like, oh, I can only use this to wash veggies. I can't put it on the kids. No, if you're eating it and you know, if you're putting it on your veggies, let me just tell you that you're eating. It. I don't care what you're washing your veggies with. Um, if it's going on your veggies, you're eating it. They have very porous skin. Um, and so yeah, you can use it for a lot of different things. Um, Ningxia single serve packets is one that I would say is really good to have on hand. Um, if for no other reason for helping to regulate blood sugar, um, and Okatea with that, especially if you have 
you're trying to keep your blood sugar level. Um, I would say the Ningxia Red single serve packets and Okatia is the two that I'd keep on hand um, just for that. Okatia is out of stock, I think, in the United States right now. I have some from Canada. Um, it is possible to get it if you know someone in Canada that is willing to get you some. Um, popping over to shop. You guys know we've almost beat November numbers with this month's OGV. November is just traditionally like the highest month out of the year or out of a 12 month cycle. Um, okay. Um, for oils, this of course is like impossible to choose. How do you choose your favorite oil? But I always look at what are oils that are very, very, very multi-purpose. Um, and then I also look for oils that are budget multi-purpose. So I'll tell you, Melissa oil is a fantastic one to have. That one um, has a lot of great purposes that we can't even discuss on this video because it is being recorded. But Melissa is also like $180. So are you going to keep 15 bottles of Melissa on hand? If you are, I hope to God you're in my downline. <laughs> I want that OGV, brother. But um, also, I want to be your friend. <laughs> but um, what are some oils that you can store a lot of for really good bang for your buck? Um, Melrose is at the top of all my lists. It's even cheaper than Thieves. It has a gazillion and one uses. It works like no other oil blend I've ever seen before. It's incredible. Melrose is the bomb.com. It's $20 and 25 cents right now, March 31, 2020. Um, it's $20 and 25 cents. So in a hundred, if you're going to do a hundred PV order, you could get five, um, get five for a hundred dollars and $101 and 25 cents. <laughs> Did I just do math on TV? <laughs> I hope it was right. Um, but um, it, you can get a five of those and just stash them. Um, if most of us like we're we're on a budget, you right? And yeah. Dirk. And we got the lime out. Okay, I don't want to hear about it. Um, they're playing with slime right now, you guys. <laughs> just, it's okay. We're about to sell the house. <laughs> It's not going to be my problem anymore. Right, Charmin? <laughs> oh, Charmin was like, we're about to get a new address and, or we're about to move. And I was like, make sure you give me her address. <laughs> oh. <laughs> In case you don't know, we're selling our house to one of my amazing executive leaders. Um, okay. So, um, Melrose is a good one. Uh, but you can, it, so it always, drives me nuts when I hear people who are like diamonds and stuff talking about their budget. I'm like, come on, like, you're not really budgeting like the rest of us are budgeting. So I'm not going to pretend that, that my budget is now what it was when I started with Young Living. When I started with Young Living, I had no money for oils and I had to make money out of thin air for oils, which meant doing things like switching over everything I could do essential rewards basically so that I could use the points to buy the oils. Like I was like, well, I guess we already buy a multigrain supplement. Um, so 
um, because of course Gary has MTHFR, so you know that if you have MTHFR, you have to be taking like a multigrain or something. Um, so I switched that over because then I could earn the points on that to get oils. Now at this point, totally going to tell you guys, make it to the rank of gold with Young Living and you have a lot of money to spend on oils. It's really, Young Living really blesses you for sharing. I just want you to know the truth about that. But um, all that to say, what I did in the beginning and what I actually still do is just stash a couple extra oils, one or two extra oils on the side of my ER every month. So lemongrass is another one I'm going to throw out there. It's $11 and 75 cents. I think, um, it's a 15 mil bottle and lemongrass does everything. I don't always love the taste. I don't always even love the smell, but lemongrass does everything. It's a great one to keep on hand. And if you were doing an ER, getting like thieves laundry soap and thieves dish soap and a supplement, you could tap on the lemongrass and it wouldn't like, you know, throw you off too bad. Okay. You guys go back and play Jacob. I'll be trying to finish this. Um, so lemongrass is another good one. Um, what you can actually do is go into young living's shop type in like essential oil. I'm doing it right now. Um, do singles and then sort by price. Um, did you guys see that meme on Facebook or something that was like, um, who, <laughs> who sorts by price highest first? Like who has that kind of money? <laughs> so like who really does it? I'm just going to get most expensive money. So, um, sort by price lowest first, and you'll see there's a ton of actually 15 mil bottles that you can get for 11 bucks. So you could get, um, cedarwood. Uh, let's see what they have on here. Cedarwood, lemon, lime, lemongrass, spearmint. That's the five mil, um, orange or jade lemons out of stock. So we can't even count that one. Wow. Okay. I don't want to see the slime. That is what I did when I first started with my ER. I was like, okay, well I need these particular items, but I could probably fit that like, you know, $15 oil in. I don't know what I want to use it for, but I just want to make sure, like, I just wanted to build up the oils that if the occasion arised or arose, um, I would yeah. have it available because yes. I mean, there's, I still don't have all of the oils, but you know, my stash has grown a lot and I've got a lot of variety yes. now, especially with like the promos. But it's definitely one of those, like, I just thought, could I add this one oil onto this order, even if I, like, I don't have this one, so just throw this one on, yep. so that if I needed it, I would have it, and I wouldn't have to wait for shipping. Yep. And I put, um, it, here's the truth, just having, <laughs> look up the properties of plants. I highly recommend that one of the things you put in your bag, which my mom suggested using, guys, <laughs> when you went to Gold Retreat. I, I feel like it was on the first night, there's like a welcome dinner, which is really fun because you see all your gold friends from all over Young Living, all over the world. And um, they said, y'all need another Young Living bag, right? And everyone's like laughing, but like, yes, because every time you go to a Young Living convention, Young Living retreat, whatever, they give you another bag. So like, I recognize people that I went to retreat with because they have the same bag as I had that year. Like, oh my gosh, we were in the same year. We have the same bag, you know? Um, 
but mom suggested using those bags as your bug out bags. Cause we're always like, okay, we have like 30 backpacks now. Okay. Cause the kids get a bag. I got a bag, Gary gets a bag, you know, and then you go to convention every year. So it's four more bags every year. Um, so mom's like using free bug out bags. So literally that's such a genius. In fact, I think Gary, I just told Gary the other day, I was like, just give away some of these bags. Like, I don't know what to do with them. Um, but now I'm going like, don't give them away because you could pack like six backpacks for your family <laughs> after one convention and just like put them in a closet or put them in the back of your car. Um, and just leave them there. Um, in infused oilers, I did a post a couple months ago, I think in December, may, maybe January. I can't honestly, the, the months run together. Would you guys see that post? Like 31 days, half January, 28 days, half February and March half 8,000 days. <laughs> Anybody else? Just me. Um, but, um, let me see if I can find the post. I did a post where you, in one essential rewards order of a hundred dollars, you can get 15 different oils. So you would have a diverse batch, not thousands of mils of each one, but a diverse collection that you could do a lot with. The key, the trick is to pop over to vitality section because a lot of our oils, you can also get in the five mil size by getting the vitalities. Um, and then you can kind of, cause that, some of those you can get for under $5. So let me, nope, that's not it. Um, um and I can't remember if I counted the point. I think I counted the points in that. Like you would get also enough points to buy another oil. Um, well, I'll look for it and see if I can find the post. But you can get you can get a bunch. Um, just look for the cheap oils. And honestly, any oil you have on hand is gonna be for you. Sorry. Um Nolly and I do the same thing. Oh, why did we put headphones on? <laughs> um, pine is a really good one. That's pretty cheap and really great for um, respiratory support. Uh, and rosemary, that's another one that's cheap. Herbs are really good. Herbs are really, really good. Um, rosemary is pretty darn cheap and it does a lot. Um, oregano, I think, is a little more expensive than rosemary. Let me look and see. Um, oh, Palmarosa. That's another one I was going to say. Not often talked about. I, in fact, I don't think I've ever seen anybody post about Palmarosa, um, but it has become one of my favorites. It's another one that's $20 and 25 cents. So a $20 oil. Um, and just look up the properties of Palmarosa and just blows your mind. Like I had no idea. I, it was on the recipe list for the, um, hormone class that we did. Um, Colleen was there. Uh, yeah, Colleen's the only one on the call who was there. Um, and so she's like, what? So I looked up Palmarosa, um, just so I could talk about it. She's got it in the pocket reference. It does everything, doesn't it? Like it literally does everything. Um, so yeah, definitely have a pocket reference, just your favorite pocket reference or desk reference. If you don't know which one I love, shoot me a message. Um, your favorite pocket reference or desk reference, um, should definitely be in there. Um, because when you're on the run, I mean, after you've been using the oils for a while, you start to realize just like use an oil, <laughs> like use an oil. <laughs> um, 
another, let's see, uh, Royal Hawaiian sandalwood hydrosol is another cheap way. Um, don't unseal the bottle if you're putting it in your bag because it does need to be refrigerated after opening. Um, I don't actually refrigerate mine, but I'm just saying like you wouldn't want it to be storing it for like months. Are you serious? Does it say that on the bottle? It does say it on the bottle. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Like, I feel like my head is just like exploded. What? <laughs> uh, so you can get RC and 15 mils again. It was off 15 mils for a while, but you can get RC and 15 mils and Raven. Those are really, really good ones. Um, purification is another one that I would say if you're like in a situation, you want to have purification. Um, I'm jotting these down as I go so I can type the list. Um, And thieves, duh. <laughs> Did I even need to add thieves to this list? I don't even think I needed to say it. It's obvious. Um, and then you might have specific situations for you that you know, like Juvaflex might be one. You're like, I absolutely have to have the Juvaflex in my bag because I'm still recovering my liver or whatever. Um, so, you know, know if you need those. Um, stress away is a good one because let's – Let's be totally realistic and know that, like, if you're in a stressful situation, you're going to have stress. The stress is hard on your body. And also another thing that tanks your immune system, just like sugar. Um, let's see. Having a mega stash of Life9 would be, like, all I want. That's a really great point. Mom said stress ways required. Life9 for sure. Because um, what gets sabotaged? Your gut. And what's going to keep you alive? Your gut. Um, also, don't, do not disregard the animal sense connection, collection. The animal sense collection, in a way, I would say, is like a complete bug out set. <laughs> not trying to make a funny pun here. Just saying, because it is made for organisms that live outside and get hurt all the time okay like that's it's also like really really like a bang for your buck like when i saw those i was like no i way. know that price that's amazing yes and that ointment would be a great ointment to have on hand for yep. anything ointment, that happens in the middle of that situation yes the ointment um the, so some of the animal cat treats i don't know <laughs> depends on how hungry you are um paragize Obviously, the shampoo is what I recommend people use when their kids go back to school. <laughs> I'm just saying. Have you looked at the oils in the Animal Sense shampoo? Also, it's the cheapest shampoo we have. Um, tea Away, which is for Terror Away, um, it's cheaper than Peace and Calming. I don't know if you guys have looked at Tea Away. It's actually the oil that I had in my birth kit <laughs> was Tea Away. Um, so Tea Away... Like I said, it stands for terror away. So it's kind of like similar oils in it than peace and calming. Uh, the oils in tea away are, I'll tell you right now, tangerine, lavender, royal Hawaiian sandalwood, German chamomile, frankincense, valerian, ylang-ylang, black spruce, geranium, davana, orange, angelica, rue, helichrysum, hyssop, Spanish sage, citrus hystrix, um, patchouli, coriander, blue tansy, bergamot, 
rose, lemon, jasmine, Roman chamomile, and palmarosa. Anybody want to just guess how much that oil costs? It's a 15 oh, mil. My God. It is $16 and 75. I had, like, you, you're actually losing money if you don't buy this oil. You're actually losing money. Did you hear all of those expensive oils? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a phenomenal one. Um, Mendwell, guys, the animal names don't even need me to explain. You can't name human oils this. I'm just throwing that out there, you guys. Um, Mendwell, um, Pure Clean, which my dad owns a Pure Clean franchise. So when he bought his Pure Clean franchise, I bought him a bottle of Pure Clean. <laughs> it's kind of like um, purification, mm, but it's actually cheaper <laughs> and it's a little different. Um, the Infectaway, why would you not want, why would you not want to have that oil? I, why would you not want to have that oil in your stash? I'm just saying. And then the Animal Sense ointment. I am obsessed with the Animal Sense ointment. You can use it for everything. It's a great like water barrier. So I use it in diapers. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say that. I actually have no idea. I don't even know what's compliant anymore, you guys. I don't even know. Okay, well, you said saying. I use it. So you used it as like an example of yourself, not saying. Oh, yeah. You said it as a testimony. Um, Becky just said, what? hold on, what? Sorry guys, I am not, I know there's, I can see there's messages flying, but I'm trying not to read them. So I don't know. I, but I think I saw somebody say that the AV promos, April promos were posted. Um, if you bought everything in the Animal Sense Connect collection, it would be $137.25. The PV would be 92.75. The reason why the PV is not full PV is because that extra that little money difference they actually send to um like the the wild animal refuge i can't remember what it's called um so that instead of you earning the commission on that they you basically you're donating part of your commission to that um so this for 140 dollars you get all the animal scent stuff what's that skyrider ranch i think is what is that what it was let I me don't see know. It. I click on one of these, it might say no. So here's the thing. Young Living does not advertise all the cool stuff that they do. Like you just don't know. They have they really um, don't because I researched like a ton before I even signed up and then I'm still now going, What? They have what? They what? <laughs> yeah. So the uh Thieves Cleaner, definitely one you have on hand. Um Definitely. CBD would not be a bad idea to have on hand. Um, any of the CBD products, honestly, um, those are not on the cheap list, <laughs> but no, but, uh, we'll also tell you from what Gary and I have researched even since before Young Living carried CBD, <laughs> you don't want to buy cheap CBD. <laughs> um, roll-ons are, a Okay, so roll-ons, I don't, I wouldn't put a roll-on in the budget category, but I would say roll-ons um, are a good bug out. 
item just because they're ready to use. They're like easy to transport anybody. They're kind of like having the all-in-one diapers, you know, where you're like, even grandma and grandpa can put the all-in-one cloth diapers on the kids, you know, because not like um, complicated folding and inserting and all this kind of stuff. It's already kind of done for them, um, even though let's be real, grandma and grandpa are the ones who grew up using cloth diapers. But this is just how they're advertised. I'm just just saying that's how they're advertised. So the roll-ons are kind of like that. Like even someone who doesn't know what the heck thieves is for can use a roll-on because they'd open the lid. So the roll-ons definitely be good for that. Um, if you want to get a collection, if you had to get a collection, I would say the golden touch is probably the best all-in-one like emergency collection um the golden touch collection is 92 dollars and 25 cents so it's basically a full 100 pver you know add on your extra bottle of lemongrass and you're at 100 pv um but um it contains these are all five mil size so basically it's it's giving you a broad collection of oils that you can't usually buy in the five mil size so that's why like you can kind of get them all for a better price um melrose raven rc diegize endoflex Thieves and Juvaflex. Um, mom got me this kit for mom and dad got me that kit for Christmas along with the everyday oils collection. Um, and I, that's when I realized the golden touch was the perfect travel collection. I literally just take the golden touch kit when I travel because it all fits in one little tiny bag and I have done everything with it. <laughs> um, I have forgotten such things as toothpaste and I stayed at a friend's house one time and I like, I was so proud of myself because I packed up the kids and um, it was when Gary was in police boot camp, what's it called? Academy. Um, and um, I packed up the kids. I got everything all organized in our car. I turned on our audiobook. We left it at the right time of night and I had like a four or five hour drive. Mama was going to Carmen's house. Um, and I was so pleased with myself because everybody was like, fell asleep just on cue and it was like the most peaceful it really was the best drive I've ever had um and I was just going over the mountains here when I realized I left the bag with all like my personal like like hygiene stuff at home <laughs> so um when I got there of course she had a spare toothbrush but I also wasn't willing to use crest toothpaste so I just used a drop of thieves to brush my teeth <laughs> Well, that was what I had. <laughs> and it was fine. Everything was fine. Um, you can use the um, <laughs> Melrose or Raven as a deodorant. <laughs> That's what I did. Um, it works out fine. Um, so it's a great travel, travel kit. It's a great, um, it's a great immunity collection. Um, another, so the other collection that I referred to very briefly was the Everyday Oils collection. This is basically the old starter kit, Sands diffuser. Um, it's again, five mils, frankincense, lemon, lavender, tea tree, peppermint, joy, purification, pain away, thieves, and stress away. That's what was in the kit when I bought the starter kit. Um, Y'all get more oils than I did and you get more expensive oils, so that's a win. But um, Golden Touch, I wanna write down, and Everyday, um, 
that's a great collection, a great way to get um, for a good price. It's $138, so you get all like small versions of all those oils, which could take longer to collect if you are doing the 15 mils over time. It just depends on how you want to budget it out. And then um, I would also say um, absolutely, absolutely one that I would want to have during any critical time is the raindrop collection. That one is also $138.75. Um, it's another one you can put together without buying the collection. Um, all the oils are available outside of the collection. So it comes with um, all five mills, um, thyme, basil, peppermint, oregano, wintergreen, cypress, marjoram, valor, and aromaces also has the OrthoEase massage oil and the V6 oil, carrier oil. So if you want to use those for the massage. So all those you can buy outside of the collection. Um, if you just want to have like a grab and go, like one box that just kind of sits in the bag, um, that's like the ultimate luxury, right? Like that I imagine would be to have that box that just stays by itself. Ours is all in a container, but in the hall closet because we use it all the time. Um, and I actually refill the bottles from the big 15 mils. Like I have a big 15 mil of time. So I just use it to refill the little five mil in the raindrop collection. So I don't have to buy a new collection every time. Um, but that's another good one to have because, um, oh, I don't need I, what I want to say. I know I want to say. So, um, I use the raindrop when we need it. <laughs> um, I use it to keep us strong. I use it to keep us healthy. Um, so the raindrop would be a good one to have. Um, and then. Moving outside of the budget, there is always the Select 30, which is a $386 collection of big bottles of oil or the Premier Aroma Collection, which is a $2,162 collection that I recommend everybody has. <laughs> Or to yours today, please do. <laughs> um, that is one that Young Living gave me when I achieved the rank of silver within a certain time span. And you guys will all also be getting it when you rank your, actually when you do your your halfway point between silver and gold, um, Young Living is going to send you that because you're going to hit it within a certain time frame, um, with very realistic time frame. So you'll be getting that for free basically, but you'll also be able to buy it if you wanted to at that point. Um, so you can have two. <laughs> Um, but that's a great way. It's just, you don't actually even know what oils are going to come in it because it varies seasonally. Like when I got mine, I had spikenard in it. Mm, look at that anymore. Um, <clears throat> but, um, like rose, I don't think would come in it. You know, I don't think you get rose or Melissa in it, but, um, it says oils vary according to season and availability. Young living reserves the right to substitute oils of equal or greater value. And you know, young living, they always go up. So if they, we're out of lemon, you would get something, you know, more expensive instead, like spearmint, you know? Um, but it's just a bag of a ton of oils. So, um, then there was one other thing I was going to say off budget. What was it? I don't know what it was. Anyways, um, those are really good ones for bug out. So, 
Uh, there's a lot of other stuff we could cover too. Um, diffusers, LSP has a battery powered diffuser. If you want to throw one of those in your bag, I think mom got that one. It diffuses like a whole room. It's really nice. Um, in terms of like just tools, we have a stethoscope, an otoscope, a ox meter, a blood pressure cuff. I do want to have a, um, I don't have like, uh, for taking blood sugar, I don't know what that's called, glucometer. Um, I don't have one of those. Um, and we have a couple nebulizers. They're out of stock everywhere right now. Um, mm, I'm trying to think what else we have in the closet, but I put, keep all of that in one box. Oh, mom said an Itovi. Oh, genius. An Itovi uh, definitely would be a good one to have. And then um, colloidal silver. Uh, what's his name? The wolf guy. David Wolf, is that his name? Um, he has a really good one. Uh, so colloidal silver is a good one to have on hand. Um, bentonite clay could be one you keep on hand. Um, now I'm kind of getting out to the weeds, I guess. There's a lot that you could put in there, you know, and a lot of it's like outside of my scope, like it's things beyond even what I know. But definitely as far as Young Living goes, I know for a fact the things I would want, and I just told you what they are. Um, and I also have a train case that mom got me where I put like, Oh, activated charcoal. That's a great one, Colleen. Um, that's a really good one because if somebody gets like poisoned or something like that, you know, it's a good one to have on hand. Um, you can get the, I have those in capsules and also have like a jar so you can get it either way. Um, does anybody remember, did anybody else read the Dear America books? <laughs> Um, when the kids ate like the poison hemlock or not poison hemlock, I wouldn't find poison hemlock, but some kind of, some kind of, um, nightshade and they were like having seizures or whatever in this one America book. And so they were like literally taking charcoal out of the fireplace and like forcing it between their teeth. <laughs> oh my gosh. <clears throat> okay. There is more we could do. And I hope that people leave comments. Um, but that we'll call that it for the night and um I just see there's no problem with ordering your stuff sooner rather than later um everything's taking longer right now you don't know when stuff's going to show up there's no problem with having your there's no harm with having your things on hand and there could be a loss if you don't have them on hand so you might as well oh i don't think i said frankincense on there i really should have said frankincense um that's not a cheap oil but it's definitely a really good one to have because it does a lot and um, thousands of thousands and thousands of uses for frankincense. So, okay, y'all, let's call this a night. Anybody have anything they want to throw on the recording before I turn off the recording? Um, anything that, you know, it just really needs to be. All right. I shall end this recording and go into the overtime. Wait, hold on. That's not in the recording. Wait, that's pausing the recording. Help. What am I doing? There we go.